0: Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And hey, guys, I am so excited to announce my Patreon program. This is a way for you to support what I do and bring you weekly episodes of valuable content for free and that includes ad free. So as a Patreon subscriber you get exclusive access to behind the scenes content, private workshops, and free digital downloads. So it is a win-win situation for you. So if you would like to become a Patreon subscriber and support the Lose Your Cravings podcast and head on over to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash lose your cravings. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys, I lost my voice last week and like literally I had to whisper like that's all that would come out. i um, not sure why I lost my voice. I did not go to a concert, even though I feel like everybody's going to a Taylor Swift concert but me. Um, I did not go to a concert <laughs> wasn't yelling at my daughter I don't know why but I lost my voice so I apologize for um, I apologize for my voice I hope it's okay <laughs> okay my friends on to our topic for this episode Um, so I've been wanting to talk about yoga on the podcast so here's where I do it now, if you're not a yogi or you have no interest in yoga, that's okay. I invite you to take a listen. And maybe it's not yoga for some, but like some other form of mindfulness activity that helps you the way that yoga has supported me with my emotional eating. Um, and who knows, maybe I will convert you. Maybe you'll be like, oh, maybe I'll give it a try. So today I'm sharing with you how yoga has helped me manage my emotional eating. So yoga is a mindfulness practice. You know, what you practice on the mat, you can take off the mat and into your life. Yoga is a practice. It's not a performance. It's not about being bendy or being able to do crazy arm balances and really difficult poses. When you practice breath awareness or balance, you're not only practice it on your mat, but then you take it off your mat and you apply it to your life. So checking in with your breath every so often to see if it's short or long or seeing where in your life you can create more balance. So what you practice on the mat, you apply to your life. I love yoga because yoga meets you where you are and invites you to explore your physical body, your energetic body, your thoughts, your emotions, and your intuition. It's not about looking a certain way in a pose, but it's about what your body and your mind need at that moment. And this can change from day to day, right? We go in one day to a yoga practice and we're feeling really energetic and we want to like, push ourselves in the movements and maybe we go in another day and we've had a long week and like we just need to like relax and expand and like release right um yoga is non-judgmental and welcoming i love that about yoga right there's no judgment in yoga if you are in a yoga class and the instructor is judging you that's not yoga okay um (laughs) yoga it focuses on strength Um, balance, flexibility, and mobility, and not only within the physical body, but the mental and emotional body as well. And yes, yoga can be challenging, but know that this is a good thing. We challenge our physical body through balance, strength, flexibility, and mobility, and we challenge our thoughts and our breath at the same time. But this challenge will make us stronger and more real, resilient. It will teach us so much about ourselves. Side note here. When I say challenging, I don't mean painful. There's no pain in yoga. There should never be any pain in yoga. And you always want to move in a pain-free range of motion. Will you feel stretch? Will you feel some discomfort in your body? Yes, right? And that's okay, but no pain. Okay, so now that I clarified that, how does all of this help support emotional eating and working through and allowing emotions in a way that supports and serves you? Yoga helped me build really this mind-body awareness. And what I mean by this is that I was able to bring awareness to different areas of my body and notice what was going on. Okay, so for example, let's do this together. Um, If you're in a safe, safe space to do so, take a breath in and exhale. Now bring awareness to your right pinky toe. Notice your right pinky toe. Feel any sensation going on for you. Can you do it? Can you make that mind-body connection of your mind noticing what's going on with your right pinky toe? If not, that's okay. I couldn't do it when I first started yoga. I'm like, what? You want me to do what? (laughs) So that's okay, right? So let's try this. Can you bring awareness to your right thumb? notice your right thumb notice any sensation going on in your right thumb. okay can you make that mind-body connection you might be able to right because we're very we're much more aware of our thumbs and we use them and like our thumbs are very important essentially we use them all the time so through yoga and really this mind-body connection was specifically through yoga nidra, which is more of a meditative yoga, I was able to develop that mind-body awareness. I was able to be present with what was going on in different areas of my body. Yoga also focuses on proper body alignment with awareness to our body. Um, And with practice, you're able or you become aware of what different parts of your body you're using in different poses and like what are they doing in these different poses, right? You feel your quads and your glutes working in warrior two or virabhadrasana two, right? You feel your hamstrings stretching in forward fold or utkatasana. You notice your feet making contact with a mat in mountain pose or tadasana. And through the practice of yoga, you develop your mind-body awareness. Now, why is this helpful when it comes to emotional eating? Okay. One huge component of working on and managing your emotional eating is to allow your emotions to be present, especially those uncomfortable emotions. Now, I have two episodes on allowing emotions, and I forgot to look them up before I recorded so sorry i'll put them in the show notes (laughs) so if you haven't if you haven't listened to those i highly recommend if you struggle with emotional eating i highly 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 recommend that you listen to those um when you're done with this um but essentially an emotion is a vibration in your body that's it And when we have a negative emotion, the vibration doesn't feel too good, and we want to avoid it, and we want to do that by eating food, especially food that is higher in sugar, processed carbs, fat, and salt, because these foods give us a feel-good sensation and make us forget about that uncomfortable emotion we didn't want to feel. So instead of eating to cover up the unwanted emotion, you allow the emotion to be with you. This is how we process our emotions in a way that serves us. You notice where the vibration shows up in your body. Is it in your shoulders, in your chest, your stomach, your fingers, your toes, your right pinky toe? And when you have developed your this mind-body connection, it's easier for you to be aware of what's going on in your body because you can Bring your mind to these different areas of your body and notice that vibration. Notice that emotion that's going on for you. You can notice the sensation that you feel in your stomach, your shoulders, your neck, your legs, your fingers, your toes. So building the mind-body connection through yoga, I was able to allow my emotions and feel them instead of eat them. Now, another component to yoga is breath awareness. There are actually eight limbs or components to yoga and asana or the poses, like when we go to a yoga class and we do the different poses or we practice the different poses, um, that's just one limb of yoga. And it's actually the third limb of yoga. The fourth limb of yoga is pranayama or breath, which is our life force. So during your yoga practice your teacher hopefully will bring your awareness to your breath and maybe guide you through a breath technique but it, they bring your awareness to your inhales and your exhales and notice maybe notice where you feel your breath in your body. And now why is breathing important in yoga and in our daily lives right why why do we want to breathe? Your breath is your life Force. It is what brings energy to your body and your mind. So we want to keep breathing throughout the yoga or asana practice. We never want to hold our breaths in a posture, but we want to create long and even inhales and exhales. And we use our breath to actually deepen into postures, to stay in postures, to find balance in postures. Breath awareness and breathing techniques allow you to activate your parasympathetic nervous system or your rest and digest. It brings you out of that stress, that um, fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system and into the rest and digest. When you activate your rest and digest nervous system, this helps you with stress management and being present with difficult emotions. So by practicing breath awareness and breath techniques on my mat, I am able to take those off the mat and use them when I find stress arising for me or when I find myself in a difficult emotion and wanting to reach for some food or avoid it in any other way that's just not going to serve me in the long run, right? So in fact, when I teach clients how to allow their emotions, I start with taking a breath right? Okay, let's take a breath now. When you take a deep breath, you are bringing yourself into that rest and digest and state, and you get out of your head, meaning you let go of your thoughts about your emotion, about the food, about whatever's going on, and you get into your body. Yoga fosters breath awareness and allows me to use this breath awareness when experiencing a negative or unwanted emotion. During yoga, there is going to be some discomfort. And I mean that in a good way, right? This is where we grow and expand and develop grit. You may be challenged to hold a pose for an extended period of time, Um, focusing on your breath and your muscles, like when your muscles are getting tired is going to be so helpful, right? We use our breath to help us stay in these uncomfortable positions. Not painful, right? But uncomfortable or maybe a little discomfort, like our muscles, we're using our muscles and maybe they're getting fatigued. Um, But how do you stay present with your mind and keep your breathing through the discomfort, right? When we practice yoga, that's what we do. We practice that. We practice staying present with our mind, with our breath, keeping our mind still through the discomfort of the posture. Okay. Or you may be in a posture like pigeon where it's an intense hip opener. And since most everyone has tight hips, this is going to be a challenging posture and we are going to feel it in our hips, right? We're going to feel some stretching and maybe a little tension in our hips. Yoga encourages you to stay present with this discomfort and breathe through it, not to run away from it, not to try and avoid it, but just stay present. When you allow discomfort and challenging postures, you learn to keep your breath steady and your mind present with what is going on in your body. You learn to be present with the discomfort you are experiencing. Now, this helps me be present and allow my breath to be steady and my mind to be present when I'm experiencing a negative emotion that I don't want to feel right? It's the discomfort of the posture or the discomfort of the negative emotion, right? Same thing. Can I keep my breath steady? Can I keep my mind present? Can I be present with this discomfort and not want to change anything? Not resisting it, but just being present, This is a powerful skill to learn that will support you in managing your emotional eating. How do I stay present through this discomfort? Now, yoga has helped me really to stop judging myself and really like listen to my body. Um, One of the bodies in yoga is your intuition, right? You have like a physical body, energetic body. Mental, emotional body, and you have an intuitive body. So it's really helped me learn to kind of tap back into my intuition and really learn to like listen to what my body needs, not what other people are telling me I need, such as diet companies, exercise companies, shake companies, weight loss pills, you name it, right? They're all trying to tell you, you need this. You have something wrong with you and you need this. And I'm able to tap in and just be like, okay, wait, do I really need this? Because like, first I'm like, yeah, of course I need this. And I'm like, oh, wait, no. Okay. Take a breath. (laughs) Do I really need this? And when I tap into my intuitions, no, I don't need this. This is not what I need. I just need to nourish my body with food, right? Now there's a yogic philosophy philosophy of stira and sukha, which roughly translates to this balance of effort and ease. And I had come from this idea that working out needed to be painful, right? No pain, no gain. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I believe that I needed to work out in order to lose weight. That, that's why it worked out, so that I could lose weight. So the harder I worked out, the more calories I burned and the more weight I would lose. Theoretically, right? didn't always happen, (laughs) but yoga has helped me to release this old belief I had about working out and what it should be like, that it had to be painful and it had to suck, right? Working out sucked. Like I went through a lot of years where like I would force myself to the gym and it just sucked (laughs) and this idea of that, you know, like I have to do this in order to order to lose weight. And when I brought in the idea of like this balance of effort and ease, this created a beautiful balance in my practice of not killing myself, but listening to my body and letting my body dictate my practice. I was no longer forcing my body to do things I didn't want to do. I wasn't forcefully pushing it into pain because I wanted to change my body. Now I approach exercise from a place of, I want to feel good in my body. I want to feel strong. I want to move my body in a way that serves me. I want longevity. And when I shifted the way I approached working out, I also shifted my relationship with food. I no, It no longer mattered how many calories I was burning or how intense my workouts were because I was, work- I was working out because I respected and appreciated my body. I wanted to feel good in my body. I didn't want to feel like dead on the floor <laughs> for my workouts. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> sorry. I no longer punish myself with exercise or try to make up for the ice cream that I consumed the night before with extra workouts. Right. How many of us have done that? We like overate food the night before and the next we're like, oh, I gotta get another exercise or another workout in, or I need to exercise longer or work out harder, something to make up for those calories. Right. I no longer do, do that. Right. That's not not an option. It just doesn't work that way. And it does not serve me to think that way. This has really shifted my relationship with food and my body. And it's helped me reduce my emotional eating by shifting, like having that balance of effort and ease. And yes, there's days when I like lift weights and I work out really hard and like it, but it's from this feel good place. And like, I want to do this. And there's some days where I back off a little bit and I do more of a restorative yoga or a yin yoga or a, like a slow flow, you know, something that's a little more like, uh, working on the flexibility and mobility. Okay. So overall yoga has really helped me to make that mind body connection, slow down and use my breath to help me through those difficult emotions. And like really knowing like, where is this emotion coming up in my body? Where is that that vibration in my body? And really having an overall sense of compassion and non-judgment with myself. So with that being said, I hope you are all yoga converts now. If you're not doing yoga yet, now you're going to go do it. Just joking, but really I, I if you have not tried it, I give it a try. That's all I have to say. Just just once, right? Just give it a try. Have an open mind. Um but really like I hope that you're able to find balance in your movement and know that you don't need to kill yourself during your workouts. Um and maybe there's days when you push yourself and maybe there's days when you give yourself a little grace and that's all okay as long as it's coming from this place of like I want to feel good, right? I want to feel good. Um I want to feel strong. I love myself coming from that place. And maybe you find another way to cultivate these messages that i shared with you of like bringing that body and that mind body connection um fostering that the non judgment and the compassion for yourself um yeah so i hope that maybe maybe this will like encourage you to explore maybe other ways to find this if it's not yoga maybe it's pilates um i don't know how much i haven't taken a pilates class in a really long time i don't know if that would be a good one um Try some yoga nidra. If you guys have a hard time getting to sleep at night or falling asleep or relaxing or just like disconnecting from the day, open your meditation app. If you don't have one, Insight Timer is awesome. Look up Yoga Nidra, yoga N I D R A. Do a Yoga Nidra. It's amazing and it helps create that mind body awareness. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening in today. Um, If you like what you heard on this episode, I invite you to head on over to your favorite podcast app and leave an honest review. This really helps us show up higher on the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, And join me for my next episode. I love when my voice just kind of drops out. (laughs) Join me for my next episode where I'm talking about layering emotions. Not sure what this is? Don't worry. I'll explain it all in the next episode. Until then, my friends, have a wonderful week. Bye.